The Business Travel Podcast, brought to you by The Business Travel Magazine. Hi, my name is Bev Ferris and I'm the editor of The Business Travel Magazine and I'd like to welcome you to our latest Business Travel Podcast. Today I am checking in with Pascal Jungfer, who is the CEO and founding partner of Arika Consulting and I'm sure I've said his surname wrong and I'm going to ask I'm going to ask Pascal to say it again in the, in the proper way. Hi, Pascal. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Very well. And, and I, you pronounce it well, Pascal Jungfer. Oh, thank, thank you very much. That's the first time anyone's ever said that to me on these podcasts. So I'm glad about that. And Pascal, you are speaking to us today from, um, from a very nice location. Would you like to tell us where you are? Uh, I am in Normandy, in my country house, uh, near Deauville. Near Deauville. 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 And, and it looks like it's a very nice sunny day there today. It, it is. It's very rare in Normandy. Uh, but so we have to have to make the most of it. And, and have you been based in Normandy for the whole of the, of the lockdown? Uh, no, uh, my, my uh, uh, partially yes, but partially I was in uh, in Paris. Uh, we uh, uh, we have a house in the in a suburb, so it's uh, there is a garden, so it's uh, made things uh, uh, acceptable. And, and so, because you are actually in a lockdown at the moment, aren't you, in France? So you, you weren't... Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a soft lockdown. Okay. Uh, a lot of people tend to ignore it, uh, you know, <laughs> France. Uh, uh, and uh, many people are anticipating the government to soothen the, 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 the restrictions. Uh, we're not supposed to move after 7 p.m., so and the restaurants are are, are still uh, closed. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that's uh, it's a, it's an in between. Uh, it's an in between uh, situation. Mm. So that must be hard for the French to have the restaurants closed because that's very much part of mm. French life. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's very uh, it, it, people are really fed up. But I, I, th- I guess it's like any part of the world. But uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, going in a in a city like Deauville, or, which is very much uh, so, it's on the on the on the on the on the, on the sea uh, near the sea, and seeing all the cafes and it's really part of our culture. Close, it's really weird, really weird. But uh, hopefully, it's uh, uh, we are a couple of weeks away from uh, at least the terrace being open again. Yeah, and what, what about the summer, the tourist season, which is obviously very important to France? Are they, they I understand they're planning to, to open, open up again. Is that, that the tourism? Ah, uh, tourism. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's a big, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's a big economic. Uh, it's a it's, it's a phenomenal uh, loss uh, from a macroeconomic standpoint. Um, I I do not think that, that the country can sustain. Uh, again, uh, you know, a, 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 for a second year in a row, uh, what, what we experienced last year, it's, it's costing, uh, I, I think, 420 billion euros in, 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 in debt, all this. Uh, so uh, so the, go- the good news is when the, uh, when the French are not... Uh, uh, are not allowed to travel abroad, then they they become the tourism 
uh, uh, inland. So, so there is a last summer there was a sort of a balance uh, between the two phenomena. So we have a lot of the French tourism inland. Mm, yeah. So same in the just, UK, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So um, just tell us a bit. You've got a few, few seconds just to talk about yourself. Just a quick summary of your of your work uh, career and um, a bit about yourself personally, family, pets, just a quick, give me a quick. Very, very quick, very quick, uh, very quick version. Yes. So uh, I, professionally, I created uh, RAK Consulting with a bunch of, uh, bunch, bunch of partners uh, 10 years ago, exactly. Previous 10 years, I was one of the, I was an executive at, uh, uh, Carson, Carson Lagon Travel running globally uh, um, consulting. And the uh, previous 10 years, I was in uh, management consulting, working for Accenture, Capgemini, and so on and so forth. Personal level, three kids, one cat, second wife. Uh, um, what can I say? Your, chi your uh, children, live, your children uh, live in France or are they? Both uh, studied uh, in England actually after. Um, uh, at, at, in college. Uh, um, so uh, one, uh, my daughter went to uh, Warwick, 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 Warwick. Uh, to study, yeah, yeah, to study, uh, to study uh, um, PP, philosophy, uh, politics, economy. Yeah. And uh, my uh, my son is at the uh, University of the Arts in London, uh, studying cinema. Ah, oh. and. And and you, and the third child is in. She's oh. she's eight years old, so eleven years old. So oh. it's uh, this is no plans yet. No, 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 no plans for university. But so she would be off school at the moment. Is that right? She's is she. Are you home? Is she being homeschooled? Yeah. Yes. I actually she's um, she's um, uh, how can I say uh, uh, she's home based. And uh, they had extended the vacations, but she's she's due to resume in ten days. Of school. Oh, okay. Okay. school is the last thing they wanted to touch yes. uh, okay. in France, so that's why they did not close uh, school. Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, definitely. And your cat? What's your cat's name? Nuage, like Nuage. a cloud. And the and the cat Nuage. is always. Is the cat always at your at your um, country home in Normandy, or does the cat? No, is uh, the cat decided to to stay in Paris? It says in Paris. we had a long conversation before I left, and uh, decided to stay in Paris. Who's feeding the cat in Paris while you're in Normandy? My, my uh, Sophie, my partner, she's working. Okay, okay, fine. Got that sorted out. So, brilliant. So, I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Um, yeah. Some of which we've already seen before. So, you've had an idea, some pre-warning, pre but we just want to get to know Pascal beyond what we see on your LinkedIn profile. Um, so let's start with, tell us one thing people would be surprised to know about you. I write detective novels. Do you? Mm. Well, since, since when? And, and have they been published? Yeah. Tell us more. No, no, no. <laughs> just for me. <laughs> yes. What? Tell us the last the last detective novel you wrote, and what was the what was the plot? Don't give uh, away <laughs> the uh, the ending, but what what kind of? It's it's it, it, it's it's more about the the, the, the uh, it's not the, so much the plot that is interesting is the the personality of the person who investigates. 
Ah, so it's kind of like a sort of and uh, the ambiance, if you will. So it it's uh, it, it's uh, in the France of in the fifties, uh, France of the fifties. So after the war, you know, a sort of reconstruction, and uh, so it, and it's also the the sort of ambiance, if you will, uh, that you're trying to to create uh, while the investigation is taking place. Wow. So who who reads these novels? Do you, have you, have you, do you share them with friends? And <laughs> no, just me for the time being. I've been doing that for, I don't know, for 15 years. No. Really? How, and how yeah. do you... Maybe one day I become rich because of that, you know. So what, is, this something you, is this something you you find relaxing? Is this something you do, you obviously yes. a hobby? Yes. I like to write. I like to, I like the, the language, the, the manipulation of the, the language. I think we need to... So that's, that's, what, that's what is the most enjoyable part, is the writing, actually. I think, Pascal, you need to share, you should share episode by episode on your LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an idea. It's an idea, actually. Your well, presumably, it's in, is it in French, though, or is, do you write in... Yes. It's in, okay. Yes. No, I, I, don't have a, I don't have a good enough command of English language to write in English. Oh. So, in fact, we're just, just going back, because we were talking just before we started recording about your surname... Um, which didn't sound French to me, and you said it was actually German. But in fact, you were telling me about your actual nationality. It was quite fascinating. So I, I'm one quarter Russian, one quarter Polish, one quarter Catalan, you know, uh, yes. and one quarter from Burgundy. Okay. So, and my name is a German name. Uh, my father was born in Poland before the Second World War, and he came in France after the Second World War. And uh, um, my, 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 my surname is, is German, and it probably comes from, uh, most probably, uh, quite surely, actually, from, from uh, German immigration in, into Poland the 18th century. The kings of Poland um, to to revitalize uh, to to actually uh, we'll say to uh, kick off uh, business and industry uh, uh, trade and industry they they, they created a, a, um, a German immigration uh, within in Poland and uh, so probably uh, this is the origin. Okay. Okay. And so, how did you end up living in? In you were born in France. And, and yes, always, always lived in Paris. I spent uh, one year, six months of my life in uh, in Singapore, and uh, one year and a half in Africa, uh, uh, working for a French bank there, touring Africa, but mostly Paris. And yeah, I, and professionally speaking, the. The country which I have most visited uh, uh, probably was uh, Russia. Okay, and that for for can you speak Russian as well as? No, no, no. 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 So, so, what do you know about your Russian ancestry? Who who was it that was Russian in the in the mix? Uh, it's, a, it's a mix. Uh, uh, um, we don't have a, a lot of um, uh, how do you say. Uh, uh, archives uh, because 20th, 20th century, you know. Oh, yes. uh, so uh, the, 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 I mean, the war and the communists, uh, so everything was buried. 
but uh, yeah, so I I, uh, I I know that one of my ancestors was uh, uh, you know was going to school with the daughters of the Tsar. I, we have letters in the family from the, the children of the Tsar. It's funny uh, when they were schoolmates. <laughs> so I got two letters. And uh, so they were, yeah, so then they, they had to, uh, they had to flee and then there was a war and so on and so forth. So it's a long story. Maybe I should, I should write <laughs> about this one day, but uh, it's a very long, uh, it's a very long story. It's a very long story. Uh, yeah. So we're living in St. Petersburg. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. What's on to another question. What's your most treasured possession? Uh, I think my cat. I have to go with my cat. You are. He's very. Uh, he's very faith, faithful. Uh, has his own personality, but uh, he's extremely reliable. Extremely reliable. Um, Where does the name come from? It's is that cloud. It's cloud, isn't it? In... My 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 daughter gave my daughter wow. gave, gave the name. Thought of the name okay. cloud. Yes. Cloud. But actually, the uh, the color of the yeah. It's, it's, like, it's sort of a white-grey like, like oh, cloud. Okay, Pascal, next question. What is your most annoying habit? I tend to... Uh, I, I, I thought of two... Actually, there are many. Uh, I thought first uh, coming to my mind is uh, I try to undertake too many, many things at the same time. It's not so cool because sometimes there are things that you don't finish. And uh, I am not punctual enough. Okay. That's because you live in France and that's the way it is. Yeah, France. but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, Pascal, if there was a film about you, who would play you yes. in the film? I would like... Uh, Charlie Chaplin to Who's that? Charlie. Charlie Chaplin. Okay, okay. Yeah, very good. For what reason? I like it. I like it. You like? Uh, yeah, I like the, the way you can. Uh, I like Monsieur Verdu uh, movies, you know, the movies in the, in the second half of his life. He uh, can play many, many characters. You don't really, uh, really a poker face and uh, you cannot, uh, fathom what, what he really guess what he really thinks and uh, limelight I like uh, limelight uh, it's, it's, it's at the same time uh, uh, sad and 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 and, and fun uh, so it's, 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 I, I like it a lot uh, okay yeah I think, that would, I think that would work well so what's your um, your biggest disappointment Ah, Brexit, of course. Of course. <laughs> what else? Yes. What, what how, else? How has that affected, affected you personally? How? I know. For for, for oh. example, you know, yeah. For example, my uh, my daughter has uh, studied, uh, uh, you know, economy, obviously, in uh, in in, uh, in England and. Uh, in a pretty good university, and uh, now she's requested uh, if she wants to work in London in the city. She she's uh, she needs a visa 
So yes, it does affect everybody actually. But you know, the thing is that uh, because of COVID, the short-term effects of Brexit are, I, I think, for the main, uh, largely unnoticed at the moment. Mm. But so uh, wait for 2022. Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard that a lot from some from the from the um, travel managers actually. That it's actually been, it's actually COVID has actually helped in a way because it's meant that they've had time to get to grips with the changes after Brexit um, and the impact that it's going to have because people aren't traveling as much. But if we'd have gone straight from, you know, if we hadn't had the pandemic, we would have had some major disruption, do you think? Uh, exactly. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's going to be a pain in the neck. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll hope. Hopefully we'll have time to, to deal with that. Um, what is the most important lesson life has taught you so far? If you need to do something, do it right now. Okay. Live, live, every, day. live every day. So, no, no, don't wait. Don't, don't, wait. don't wait. Because yeah. everything changes all, all the time, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's true in a, a personal life and it's true in business. Definitely, definitely. What, what are you missing most in lockdown? Cafes open, uh, you can uh, sit uh, in a terrace, uh, chit chat uh, uh, with a client, with friends. Uh, yeah, social life actually, uh, outside just social life. It's very important in France. Even in business life, you know, you take people out to lunch and, uh, you know, you, you know, spend a moment together. And so it's just really, uh, but it, what's funny is that, uh, it seems that you, it's when thing, things go away that you realize to which, uh, to uh, what, what point you are attached to them. So, yes, I think that when, when norm, normal life resumes, people are going to be truly happy. Mm, you'll, you'll appreciate it a lot more, definitely. Yes. What, what have you done to get you through the lockdown? Have, you, have, have there been ways, things that you've done to help you cope with the changes? It's a good question. It's a very good question. Uh, uh, I read more. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we, I think, we, I intensified the contacts, the contacts. Sorry, with the clients uh, to compensate the fact that uh, first, first of all, uh, to help them uh, go through the, the storm, and also compensate the fact that we, we couldn't be anymore. Um, so uh, communication, if you will, as paradoxically enough, digital communication has increased. Just speaking the phone uh, and, and be present for everybody needing it. So you have a, you develop a sense of uh, 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 utility. Yeah. Um, at personal level, uh, I think I read more. I read even more. I, I read a lot, but I, I read I read a lot. So do you read detective novels as well as writing? Yes, I do. <laughs> and history books. Okay. So history books. Who's your favourite Who's your favorite uh, detective story novelist? Oh, uh, it's, it's a good question, this. James Elroy, US writer. James Elroy. 
Okay. Um, so let's switch to travel. What have you missed about traveling? Presumably because you would normally be traveling quite extensively in your work. What, what have you missed? Or have you missed? Have you missed travel? Perhaps you haven't missed no. I, I, I think what I, what I like most uh, in travel is discovering new cities, new cities. That's what I like the most, you know, discovering a, a landscape that you, you, haven't, you haven't never seen before, which is kind of weird. Uh, I love it. It's, it's, it's this touch of uh, feeling strange because you absolutely don't know the place, whether, uh, yeah, that's what I like. Okay. That's what, uh, really what I like. So where, where would your first trip be, do you think, when you can travel again? Where would you like to go? Uh, England, England was, the last, uh, was the last place I, I, I was at the business travel show last year, and uh, that was yeah. it. Uh, so I, many people to see in England. Uh, England, US, yes, primary, primarily. And hopefully there is an event in the south of Europe, Spain and Italy, that would be fantastic. Yeah, definitely. So if you were, if you were going to go on a long haul flight, who would your ideal neighbor be? What would you like to talk about with that person? A, a rugby pro. Okay, you're big, big into rugby. Yes, <laughs> so that would love you. Any particular player, any particular? Uh, Serge Blanco. French uh, number uh, fifteen, uh, very 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 good player. What would you talk? What would you ask him? What would you be talking about? Oh, memories of uh, of matches I've seen uh, with him playing, and when I was at the, as a as a schoolboy, I would uh, when I was very uh, small, I would uh, I would go to the stadium every Sunday with my my grandfather, and so I saw him play a lot. And so, yeah, but I, I would love that. Where where would you go on holiday next? Where's your, where would you like to go on on a leisure trip? If, if I had no uh, uh, if I had no uh, everything was possible, hmm. I would love to go and visit uh, Kazakhstan. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, for the for the nature, uh, it's really. Uh, Unknown places. Uh, it's, 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 it's it's vast territory, etc. No, I would love to. Wow! So that's your, on your bucket list. Oh yeah, and, and, and Siberia, generally okay. speaking. Okay, so not your usual just relaxing beach holiday. You're looking for no <laughs> history and. <laughs> No, no, no beach holiday. If I want uh, so, uh, to some bath, I have uh, I can see uh, in my garden in Normandy. So that's yeah. cool. Maybe you can set your next detective novel in Kazakhstan. Yeah, I, I need to go there. Are you are you writing a novel at the? Are you writing a story at the moment? Uh, not yet. I'm between two. Okay. But I'm thinking about the next one. I'd love I'd love to read it. It'd be good for my friend. <laughs> well, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Pascal. I'm, I'm quite envious of your uh, of, the, of the lovely place that you're living in. I, you showed me your garden earlier; it looks fantastic. And um, well, I hope you get back to Paris to the to the cat soon. Noage. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming back tonight. Actually, are you? Okay, okay. Well, so yes. Give uh, I hope I hope Noage is, is, hasn't missed you too much. And um, and we're very much looking forward to seeing you over in the UK again very soon. Hopefully, um, there's some events coming up in September. We've got our travel 
conference coming up. So hopefully you can you be along to that. And we can all get back together again and do what we do best. So thank you very much. Likewise. Thank you very much and have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.